One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome back to the Sofa Cinema Club, episode number three. I'm Colson Smith, and as always, I'm joined by... Jack P. Shepard. Ben Price. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. It's all about the films we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week, we set a film for each other to watch, then we come into the studio every Thursday and talk about what we loved, hated, and rated. Now, the beauty of our film club is that any of you can join in. All you have to do is watch along at home and then join us on Thursday to listen to the episode. Now, this episode is even more about you guys because it's the first time ever that you guys have got to pick the film. But, as always, before we get into talking about the film, which is picked by you and Wolf of Wall Street, how's your week been? Um, I did a dance dinner. From a film that we've never covered on the podcast, actually. Yeah, interesting. I suppose we've never covered it because me and you have seen it, haven't we, Coles? Yeah, before the official education started, it was one that you sat me down and said, watch. What did you think of it? I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I do. I, I think it will come up on the podcast because yeah. it is a classic, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, so for the people that haven't seen your dance, do you want to elaborate? It's the famous... John Travolta and Uma Thurman dance from the motion picture Pulp Fiction. Wig. Wig. Did you like that? That's actually what transfixed me about the whole event was the wig. The wig, yeah. The wig. Very good. Where'd you get that from? I don't know. Some fancy dress. Oh, I had it in the back. I had it in the back of the wardrobe. I've always, I thought to myself, Hannah, you wait. I've got it. The wig's going on. (laughs) So... Talk us through, how long did it take to plan that out? Uh, well, we filmed it a bit ago when we sort of came out of lockdown, but we didn't sort of, I didn't sort of edit it together. The timings weren't right. I went, we all went back to work and other things sort of happened because I was doing those videos in lockdown, wasn't I? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah they were huge. They, they were, were huge. huge. They got, they, yeah. Tick, yeah. TikTok famous, really, aren't you? Hit, hit a million views. One and a half billion <laughs> fans for one video it tiktok never even knew what the fuck was happening to no, it no i didn't know so um after we came out of lockdown the sort of like oh, well, you can't really keep doing those videos anymore do you know what i mean sort of novelty sort of it was your lockdown off. hobby wasn't it that's yeah it was that yeah that and the taj mahal mm. 
Yes. The Lego stopped. So we had that one in the archives, really. And then now that (laughs) we're back in... It sounded like a huge studio, like Warner Brothers. We had that TikTok in the archives from the 70s. We brought it out. And I thought, you know, this still works, Hanny. Let's play Yeah, exactly. So now we're back in lockdown. I thought, we'll bring that back out. We'll bring that old number. So have you got your next one planned? No, I haven't, actually. Uh, I don't know what we could... I mean, the obvious one is Dirty Dancing, but to be honest, I can't do that fucking lift. Not a chance I can do that lift. I ain't got the muscles. I ain't got the legs. (laughs) (laughs) She could lift you. (laughs) I've lifted my daughter up in the pool once doing it, and that was a fucking struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't drop her. I'll tell you what would be good. If we did a Sofa Cinema Club takeover... Go Grease Lightning would be good. Oh, my God. Would I be Olivia Newton-John? I mean, that's a full number. That's a f- that's full full day's filming. We'd have to learn the steps. Two metre distance. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> miles away. I've only seen Grease once, I think. Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, it's brilliant. Summer brilliant. loving that's happens it. so fair. I do, I do, in fact, I do like Grease. Oh, there we go, a few bars in. Change the words as well. There's <laughs> Olivia there. I've got my Olivia. Finding Olivia. It's a new BBC show. Carlson Smith, Finding Olivia. <laughs> Straight to Judge's Houses, you're in. <laughs> I think we should do a Sofa Cinema Club scene. I'd be someone shit. Because he wants to be fucking John Travolta, I'd be someone shit. You want to be Kinnicky. You love Kinnicky. <laughs> I'd be Rizzo. Are they the T-Bird? Would we, we'd be a T-Bird, would we? No, you would be. I would be... A pink lady. lady. <laughs> a pink lady. <laughs> I, think you, I think you two, me in the back, Coulson and Living Newton-John... Shepherd Travolta, me Kanicki. I don't know. I've got the legs for Olivia. I tell you, I could be a. Oh, do you think me in a cat suit? Yeah, come on. Okay. 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 We've got we've got someone going for the. We've got a second person going for the part. It's opening up now. If any of you guys at home are thinking about what we could do, <laughs> let us know. Give, oh, no. give us your suggestions. We're not doing a poll. We're not doing a bloody poll. Ben, what have you been up to? Well, I mean, we've obviously got uh, the elephant in the room, haven't we, Coulson? The run. Oh, yes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the run. I didn't think you'd want to talk about the run. Let's, no, let's talk, let's go there. Let's talk about the run. It's going to make me sound like a right bear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. Take it as a compliment. It's a compliment. So, Coulson goes to me. He says, let's go for a run, let's go for a run. He's got loads of trainers and he runs loads. And... We went for a run, didn't we? We'd been running off and on. We went for a run. I went, okay, I'll put my trainers on. But he went, no, 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 quick. Didn't you? You went, it's a quick one, this. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah. But then he looked at me a bit like a professional runner. Like you're about to ruin my life. Oh, right. In race shoes. I had my dog shit six and a half year running trainers, which I don't think they'd invented when Colson was born. They're like basically leather, running on leather, hard leather. He had high tech, silver shadow. Cars could see him, couldn't see fucking me in my dirty fucking shorts and my shitty top. He's got his race watch, which tells us how high we're going, how fast, the map. And he says, oh, yeah, we're going quick. Don't worry, I'll have the keys. <laughs> and and I said, I, he said, yeah, but what happens if... He said to me... No, because last you, time, you you 
you were quick. Last time you were yeah. quicker, you, you were way ahead. Go. That was a, he said, what are you going to do if you go ahead, Ben? And I went, I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, so we get out of the flat and he goes, little warm up, little jog just to warm up. To okay. the bridge. Yeah. To the bridge. To the it? bridge. To the bridge. Now, Colson's been running. Fair play. He's been running. And I knew it was going to be, it was going to be a tough run. I knew it. So we run to the bridge and he went and he looked, gets his massive watch and he goes, right, are you ready? <laughs> he presses start and he just fucks off. Lights <laughs> out. It's like, like there was sort of dust, like he was in a car. And the I gazelle. went, oh yeah, go <laughs> off, fucking off, off. So he's reflective so I can see him and he's like, burning through Salford and I'm like oh shit I'm on my own I'm going to have to get an Uber he's off he's gone he's gone I've got no fucking chance we're over the big roundabout that massive roundabout and I'm getting <laughs> getting more panic because I don't know where I am I'm fucking lost I've got no clue where I am anyway he runs up to the corner and then he runs back because I'm going so slow he runs back and piles piles past me Jack Oh, oh man, gone. It was good though. It was good. Well done, Coles. I came back an absolute <laughs> mess. He'd broken the world land speed record. I came back as an absolute bloody mess. <laughs> but we got in. I loaded my laptop up for you. Pro direct running. What did you do? I bought some trainers. So I'm looking to shave an hour off my time. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I typed in fastest fucking trainers you've got and they sent me them and they've got little jetpacking <laughs> right so a little bit different now isn't it the podcast this is this is our fourth member kind of making the debut yep it feels a bit weird actually going into it because it isn't a film that we've picked i'm glad it's come up this film it's wolf of wall street and it's synopsis time for the first time ever please welcome and the first ever fourth member of the Sofa Cinema Club, Jake Howarth, for the synopsis. The Wolf of Wall Street is a crime fiction drama directed by non Hollywood legend director Martin Scorsese. Uh, Martin Scorsese is renowned for directing brilliant films, and some of his classics include Goodfellas and Taxi Driver. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street um, it stars Leonardo DiCaprio as the main protagonist and Margot Robbie as the protagonist's um, wife. It also offers an element of comedy to the film, um, starring Jonah Hill, which is a really good, you know, addition to the film. It starts off with Jordan Belfort, played by DiCaprio, um, entering Wall Street, unaware of what's going to happen, and then that progresses from him moving from that little company to starting his own company, Stratton Oakmont. Um, it also shows the highs that money can bring and it also shows the lows that money can bring and that the mess it can cause. It's an absolute thrill to watch and it's one of the best films I've ever seen. Miles better than Jack. He's done very well. Although I was thinking of this before we did this podcast and I knew we were going to get somebody come on with a synopsis and I know they have to sort of like, you know, rehearse. We don't get that opportunity. They get 17 takes to get it right we get one yeah but we're professional actors yeah and jake's a student at salford uni he's at salford uni i don't think his professional job is synopsis you started fucking doing oliver twist at two years old 
He did well, I think. He did well. That, that's very good. I mean, it's it's miles better than what you could do, Shepard. Ooh. Yeah, but you're not practising. That's what you're saying, Jack, isn't it? You're not practising. You're just off that's the cuff. That's what I'm saying. None of us are practising. Fucking just... hell. You're just, <laughs> you just can't be contained. Give me a film. Give me a film now, not synopsis. Give me a film. It's, it's like improv. <laughs> Any film. Just fucking make up a film. Imagine if that... Imagine, imagine if that was your party piece. You can't... You skill. I can't a synopsis about any film. All I need is a minute. Give me a film. Any film. Actually, make up a film, a title, and I'll make a film to that film. I've got a minute. Go. He's very good on the synopsis game. Yeah, well done, Jake. Very good. Very good. Big film, long film. Long film. And he, he said then, he said, it's one of the best films he's ever watched, which is a statement. That's a big statement. Mm. I'm backing yeah. it. I forgot how good this film was. But I remember when it came out as well, um, it was the talk of college. Seven years ago. I can't believe it was that long ago. It was the talk. It was the thing. And when you watch it, you know why, don't you? Money. Drugs, women, boats, cars. Sounds great. I mean, when do we start? (laughs) Is that us three on the podcast? Maybe we could just do that. Reenact Wolf of Wall Street. Three of us. His sort of uh, life, John Belfort. I mean, it's sort of like one that every guy sort of envies, doesn't he? He has all that money, power, you know, uh, does what he wants, flies a helicopter, crashes it not really bothered he's got a ferrari yeah uh, he's on wolf loads of money with the highs come the lows yeah come the massive lows massive lows when you've got the the fbi after your ass and then all the problems with his uh with his wife uh the kids so right before before we start talking about the film then you mentioned it's it's a long one um Obviously, I watched it alone. So, how did you watch it? Uh, on my own. No one's going to go in there with me. The kids weren't going to go in there with me. Now, I this is uh, the reason I bring up the the time. The reason I bring up how long it is is how extraordinary it keeps you going in that story for three hours. Mm. It, like we've watched some long films on this podcast. We've watched some films that aren't as long as that. And yet we've gone, oh, it felt a bit long or it felt a bit... But it is a real tribute to Scorsese, but definitely DiCaprio, in how well done that film is. He was originally going to shoot it. He started writing it in 2007. He was originally... He always shot in 35, and it was going to be his first film in digital. But in the end, they shot part film, and then the VFX, there's... 400 VFX shots in that film. What's that? Explain that VFX, Ben. When it's really, really good. So maybe when he's on the boat or when he's at the party or when he... They will map in the rest of the scenery to what he's doing. So he won't necessarily be... In Italy. In Italy. They will have taken that boat, green screen the back, so they're not flying around the world. But when it's done really, really well, you just don't know until you see a making of and you go, fucking hell, that's incredible. I thought, actually, Coulson, it's interesting how much you liked it. What did you think about the time? You know, you text me to say you're going to have to watch a film on your own. It's three hours. 
I was like, it's not three hours. What's he on? And then when I Googled it and it's two hours 58, I was like, I would never have known that was a three hour film because I've watched it so many times and it just, it does just fly by. Like, I mean, it was a bit of a pain for me. I had to pause it and have my tea halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Which bit did you pause? Do you know what I said to myself? I said, I'm going to wait until Jonah Hill comes in because I'm thinking Jonah Hill comes in about an hour in. Jonah Hill comes in about 20 minutes in. (laughs) <laughs> how good's he he's oh brilliant. unbelievable it's all improvised isn't it you can just tell he's making everyone piss themselves left right and center um so it starts off it's it's this voiceover isn't it that's led by dicaprio a very scorsese thing the voiceover what has scorsese done anything else that i've seen yeah good fellas you idiot <laughs> casino okay i didn't know they were him yeah so it's the voiceover on reflection from jordan belford where he's basically saying, this is my life, this is how amazing it is, this is how I got there. And then the film kind of starts with him going on his first ever day on Wall Street, doesn't it? Yeah, at a broker firm. What was it? Gold? Is it Goldman's? Or one of those? No, Lehman Brothers. Yeah, Which yeah. collapses. They're the only one that collapsed. And you, you see him start, and you see him build up, and his bosses... That's when we first see Mahonahay, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And they're all trading. And that was the big time where people were making huge money before the crash, before the first crash, big crash. And he'd worked his way up, hadn't he, at that firm? You know, he'd started off as a phone buyer and he finally got his broker's license. Yeah. And it was the first day that he yeah. got his broker's license yeah. that the crash happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that bank went bust. Quite famously, it went bust. So they had nothing. It all went. The offices... Everything went. It wasn't saved. It wasn't like Lloyd's. It went. <laughs> it fucking went. It went. They lost everything. All money. Everything broke. The things that I forgot, it, obviously in a three-hour film, that scene with Matthew McConaughey is literally, it's in the first 10 minutes. It's yeah. in it. It's 15 minutes in. Yeah. Because that, you know, that is something that everyone remembers. That's the thing. I mean, Jack, you probably do an impression of it better than anyone. Um the thing on the chest. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That. But that was all improvised. Yeah, completely. Scorsese, uh, he, majority of the film was all improvised and a lot of people's reactions, the actors' reactions to people improvising, you know, it's all, all, all of it's natural. Like even, I mean, we're jumping ahead, but when Jonah Hill got his, his, his old man out, when he got his old little chap out, do you remember at the yeah. party, at the yeah. pool party? All that was improvised. You can tell that because their heads yeah. fell off around him. Yeah. McConaughey did yeah. that before a take, didn't he? That's it's what his, he does to calm himself warm-up. down. Yeah. Yeah. And they said, stick Which it in. DiCaprio said, stick it in. McConaughey took all the credit, obviously, but it was DiCaprio who said, well, we should maybe put that So in that's now. a lunch. He tells him he should be upping his wanking game, doesn't he? Well, it sets the and tone drugs. of the film, doesn't it? Yeah. Because that's drugs. Boo, you know, yeah. it, it completely sets the tone yeah, yes. of what you're what about to watch. watch. What his yeah. life should is be. Is about to become. Yeah. But anyway, you know, it, go, it goes bust and, you know, he's straight away, he's had his first setback. He's back to rock bottom. He's at home. He's going through the papers. He's looking for a new job. And then there's there, there's a job, isn't there, in Staten Island, which is in penny stocks, pink sheets. And he goes and he goes to the interview and he just starts working. And he realises then that 
although he's selling shit and it's not a lot, he's making big commission. The markup is big, isn't it? It's yeah. 50% as opposed to on a normal trade. What is it? 5 one, or 10? 1%. 1%. And now he's making 50. And it doesn't take him long to realise that he can cut out the middleman here and he can set up his own firm. And rather than selling to Frank the bus driver, he can sell to Freddie the millionaire sort of thing. So he completely yeah. sets up his own firm. And that is kind of the birth of Stratton Oakmar, isn't it? Where Oakmon. He- Oakmon. <sighs> I like oh. that, though. I like what you did there, Stratton Oakmar. <laughs> you said it with conviction. I, I like that. You were like George and Belfort there. You went, Stratton Oakmar. Why pick me up on it if it's close enough? <laughs> because the audience like to know. Uh, what I love is his mates. I love his mates. I love the mates yeah. he recruits. They're all complete knobs. They're all, yeah. They're all, but they're brilliant actors. The lad with the wig. The, yeah. the lad who's the drug dealer who's just aggressive. The sea otter. The sea otter. <laughs> I mean, that, that must have been his mates. That must have been yeah. how it worked. And he's just trained them to basically bullshit people on the phone. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's They're literally just lying to people. <laughs> he gives them a script. I mean, I think if I was born in a different life, in a different era, I think I'd be a very good salesman. Do you? Yeah. I'd be shit. I think I could shit. do that. I'd be too honest. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you Would all laughing? You? Would you? Yeah. you say that like you're like a priest. I'd just be too no, honest. I wouldn't be able to What do I mean is I'd say, mm, this is... This it's is a bit it. shit, but buy them because I make money. Yeah. But that's what he does, isn't it? He sells people shit and he makes money. And the yeah. company grows and grows and grows at a rapid rate. And you see this through the film. They go from renting a garage to renting a floor in an office to renting a bigger office and a bigger mm. office. And then basically, he's the new boy on Wall Street. His firm is running everything. But to get to this point, he has to meet Jonah Hill's character, doesn't he? And Jonah Hill's character sees him in the cafe and sees his bright yellow Jaguar and goes up to him and does the classic thing, which actually is a trend at the moment, which I found quite funny, which goes up to him and says, is that your car? And he says, yeah. And he goes, what do you do for a living? And he tells him and he says, if you can prove to me that you make that sort of money, I'll quit my job right now. And he does it. And I like how he says, I'll quit my job right now and I'll work for you. What if DiCaprio don't want him to work for him? Do you know what I mean? I think he just likes his ballsiness. He, yeah, but what he interestingly also worked out, because he says, how do you have a car like that but live in my block? Yeah. So he's worked out it's quick money. Mm. He's made big, big money very, very quickly because he's still in the flat but he's bought that car, which is worth more mm. than the flat. Yeah. And then he does that hilarious phone call, which he's obviously improvised, which he quits his job. Yeah. <laughs> with with Lugdapio next to him. The bit that's yeah. completely improvised that has to be, because you can see it in Jonah Hill's face, is where he says to him, there's some rumours about you and your cousin. That yeah. cannot have been in the yeah. script. And it just stays. Yeah. And he says... No, I just wanted to fuck my cousin so nobody else could fuck my cousin. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you can see them both trying not to piss And themselves. then he goes, yeah, but, you know, it's a bit tricky when we, you know, you have kids. We've got two, we've got two, they're fine. <laughs> and if yeah. they weren't, I would have packed them off. 
I would have left them on the side of the street. No, I wouldn't. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'd have, I'd have taken them up to a mountain and I'd have said, be free. You're free now. <laughs> it was that bit that I was watching. That was the bit when I kind of remembered someone saying a lot of this film's improvised. And you just watch them two and they're just playing. I think he's got a particular skill for it. What, Jonah Hill? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think he's got a particular... In every one of his scenes, you can see he's got that glint in his eye. Every he's got the time. balls. He's got the balls, hasn't he? Yeah. As, as, yeah. as an actor, there's that whole thing of, you know, acting on impulse and doing your thing. But everything also, when you're acting, tells you not to do it. Whereas Jonah Hill must have just completely broken that down. But good on Scorsese. Scorsese must have said, carry Which on. Which makes you wonder mm. how much they said, actually, that is too far. Well, it's the most, <laughs> isn't it, the most swearing in any film? It's 569 Fox. Which is the most swearing it, the they've m- ever had in a film. Most in it. 569 fucks. That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot. It's my daily average. I mean, that's, that's more than the podcast. <laughs> that's more than yeah, the podcast. Yeah, that's more than the podcast. <laughs> so where are we now? He's checked his job in. He, they're he's, all set up in the garage. They've, they've they're earning big. money, aren't they? They're earning they? big money, aren't they? They've gone they big. Need- he's set up the brand. Yeah. Oakmont. What was it called? Stratton Oakmont. That's it. So Oak, Oakmar, um, I think that's better. I think he missed a trick there. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, Hello, I'm, it's Colson from Stratton and Oakmar. I'm here to tell you some Benny stars. Hang up instantly. <laughs> and then, so with the money, also becomes the girls mm. and the gear and the parties. So we see that all escalate as well. It get all gets bigger, doesn't it? All the time. As the money yeah. gets bigger, they get bigger. So as as he progresses through his Wall Street career, mm. we see the more and more he takes drugs. And that's kind of the more his friendship with Jonah Hill develops, the more that happens. And they start taking these things called looms, don't they? Looms, quaaludes. Ludes. And um we see it in a few times that the more he takes this, the more he concentrates and the more he gets better work done. So he throws this massive pie, doesn't he? Because he decides that they need something new. They need a fresh idea. So they take these lewds and basically it's all the mates, all the big boys brainstorming. <laughs> Jonah Hill's so mashed. He can't say anything at that snooker table. He's so hammered. He's He's maddened. He's giving them a great idea, but he can't say it. Madman. Oh, it's a brilliant bit of filming. But that's their idea, isn't it? That, yes. you know, that they come up with the best ideas when they're completely off the head and high. But whilst he's there... Who does he meet, Jack? The Duchess, doesn't he? Margot Robbie's character. With his wife still there. Hello, Margot. That's my yeah. wife. It's awkward. <laughs> I mean, she, she is obviously one of the best-looking girls in the world. But how... That first shot when she walks in and you just see Leo's face go, Yep. Right. And all the lads are straight there going, Jordan, you've got to see this girl. You've got to see this girl. And he's like, yep, like she's mine. Hands off sort of thing. They lose perspective, don't they? They've got so high and are so rich. They've lost that sense of what's right and wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah. So there's a group of them in that 
pool table that are making the decisions. And then you get the feeling a thousand people hanging on and they don't give a yeah. shit. But they're, they're in yeah. with the crowd, aren't they? Because he decides that he's going to go up and introduce yes. himself to this girl. And he does. He goes and introduces himself to this girl and he, he's chatting. He chats to a boyfriend. It's all, it's all very awkward. And he says something like, oh, have you ever been on a jet ski? And it is that classic bit of, he knows from that first hello, he's going to win her over. But then Jonah Hill's wife comes over and gives it the old your wife wants yeah. And then she comes over and then it's the bit that Jack's touched on when it pans to Margot Robbie and then back to Jonah Hill who is off his face saying Pete Madden wanking over Margot Robbie in the middle of this <laughs> pool party which is just the most surreal thing ever but all the reactions that get picked yeah. up around it I just, you know, what the fuck? He <laughs> must have had multiple cameras picking everyone up because when he does that, it's clear yeah. he's just improved it and everyone's yeah. heads have fallen off. And then he falls down, she storms <laughs> off, and he's like, oh, and he's still battered. But you get that feeling money, they've got so much money, it gets them out of any situation. They've lost what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. They've become. Like, like a court, sort of, it's like a Roman court, isn't it? Women and wine and drugs, and they've got no sense that they shouldn't be doing this. Mm. So then he goes on a, a date, doesn't he? Yeah, with he, he gets Robin. the girl. He takes her out for a meal. It works. So I, you know, I've obviously learned from this film all you need is a jet ski because <laughs> it works for him. It's a great scene that that date when she says to him, "We're not going to be friends." And he says, yeah, we are, we're going to be friends. And he goes, we're not going to be friends. Then he we're goes back to friends. her house. Yep. Margot Robbie's coffee. first ever naked scene. And Scorsese said, one, Scorsese said, you don't have to do it. I think you should just wear a nightie or some It was her idea. Yeah. yeah, and she went, I've got to. She went, for the film, for the character, for the moment, I've got to. So she had three shots of Sambuca before they... Before they she did it. She told her parents it was her head, but not her body. <laughs> she said they VFXed it. So it was a body double. So they were like, oh, okay, fine. They, I think they all watched it. And then she went, it was my body. It was. It was. <laughs> I couldn't lie. It was. But yeah, it does make it, doesn't it? It's a very powerful statement. And his head falls off. Yeah. And then he's still doing that sort of... Uh, He's still talking underneath it. And then you see them have sex for, what, 14 seconds. Yeah. And the dog jumps up. The dog jumps up. And then that kind of... Then is the next scene we see him getting out of the limo? I think that's a series of dates. Yeah, he's having an affair, isn't he, basically? Having an affair. it's It's borrowed time. But you can tell that it's more than an affair for him. You know, he does love her. And that's the scene where he gets caught by his wife, isn't it? She yeah. pulls him out I of the limo. You feel sorry for her. Yeah, you do. You do feel sorry. And she says, you know, what are you doing, Jordan? Your kids are up there. You're wasting your life and all this. I don't and think he she... has kids to her. Does all right. It? Well, she says, what are you doing, Jordan? <laughs> your, your house is up there. Um, <laughs> your house. What are you doing, Margot Robbie? But he doesn't say anything. <laughs> and it's that moment that she knows, oh, wait, he, he has gone else. here. I've, I've lost him. 
And it's that bit of, do you love her? And he can't, he can't lie to her, can he? What I couldn't believe, he filed for divorce three days later. Done. If only it was that fucking easy. <laughs> you imagine back then. Yes, but I suppose files for divorce, all the millions he's, he's got, got money. done. Everything. So, I mean, what off. I suppose what trying to get a feeling of the senses. I also feel he doesn't know what he feels at times. He says it in the moment because then when he goes off to my marry Margot Robbie they go off to Vegas mm. and they get that jet don't they and he sleeps with thousands of women and ends up yeah. spending two million pounds at a hotel because he trashes it on his stag do on his stag do so he doesn't sets a standard there's that moment where he doesn't I almost got the feeling the character had lost himself completely in this money he just doesn't understand what's right and what's wrong you probably think of yourself as invincible. Yeah. You're taking that much yeah. drugs. You're yeah. up, you're down. You're yeah. back to being up again. And nothing happens. Everyone yeah. still loves you. You're still making money. You're still earning so much yeah. money. You can do whatever you want to your body and you have a great time and you live still. Yeah. You're still alive. Yeah. And it's funny. Yeah, It's that bit that we see him go through of the more money, the more drugs, the more complications... And it's kind of a cycle that builds up, isn't it? You know, they get married and then it's like, it almost comes back to the point where we think he started the film off with the voiceover because they've got the amazing house, the helicopter, the first kid and business is great. Everything's going amazing. But then, you know, you you see there's that argument between him and Margot in the morning, isn't there? Mm. And it kind of does just build like that. He's sleeping with someone else called Venice, isn't he? Yeah, he's having mm. wax Blowing on, cocaine up her ass. Yeah. yeah. And getting uh, candle wa- wax Hot put on his ass. Yeah. And then <laughs> he, he employs his dad to try and keep him level. His dad yeah. was brilliant in the film. Brilliant. His dad's good. Brilliant. That's the same guy, Coles, Rob Reiner, who directed When Harry Met Sally. Is it? Yeah. He was oh. brilliant in it. Because he was able to improvise just as much as Jonah Jonah Hill was. He was able but to did go it as a it. dad. Rather than losing his shit and getting he did it as the character of a dad yes. would. Yeah. You know, it that that scene where they're talking about the expenditure yeah. when he comes in and goes, You spent fucking six hundred thousand pounds yeah. on you know, there's sixty grand here. Uh, yeah. fucking JLS Entertainment. Watch yeah. JLS Entertainment. Yeah. And he goes, I know <laughs> what it fucking is. It's a fucking prostitute ring and then when they're talking about it's no affiliation with JLS the boy band by the way (laughs) (laughs) you spent two million pounds on JLS on JLS Um, yeah but he plays that scene brilliantly because you see Jonah Hill's testing oh no come on come on testing him yeah and he stays in it and he has the scene with Leo where they talk about pubic hair and he completely stays there like mm. how he does it. You know, it's even embarrassing for us to talk about on a podcast, let alone act in the moment. How quickly could that film have become fairly boring after you'd seen the drugs, after you'd seen the women, after you'd seen, you could have gone a bit like, oh, okay, okay, I've seen this. Oh, okay, I've seen this. But each time Scorsese ramped up the consequence, he starts to... So you get that all that opening, you get all this big money, you get all these big drugs, and then underneath, suddenly you get this, he's going to get investigated by the IRS, isn't he? They're looking to get him for 
insider trading, dealing. And then that story comes in and it almost pierces that character and he's obsessed by it then because he's getting hunted. It's very clever the way the film suddenly becomes, it goes from one thing to another state, which is where you're being hunted now. It's only a matter of time before they're going to work out you've been basically conning people because he does that with an IPO, doesn't he? He buys he does the it with Pete Madden, doesn't he? He sells yeah. Pete Madden shares where it's he owns. Steve, money. can you get anyone's name right? Pete Madden's one of my mates. <laughs> <laughs> How's he? Does he still do shoes in Leeds? No, in he does. He does scaffolding in Leeds. <laughs> oh I'll my god! What, how it's changed for him. He was making. <laughs> he was designing women's shoes and doing scaffolding Leeds. What? A, <laughs> Pete, Pete Madden. Pete Madden scaffolding. That it's a genuine brand. He's he's a Leeds United fan. I know him really well. <laughs> so if you ever need any scaffolding, rim scaffolding. <laughs> so there's basically an IPO, which is where you take a company that's doing really really well, and you put it to the public, sell shares. Now what you meant mm. to do is just put it out there. What Leo does is he doesn't tell anyone. He owns half the firm. He's about to put the shares out too. So he makes double double the amount of money and it's illegal. And he has that right. big scene, doesn't he? Where yeah. he introduces all the people to Pete Madden. <laughs> Interesting facts for you. That scene. Go on. Co-directed. Did you know this? By Steven Spielberg. Yeah, Ben didn't. I thought, I thought you'd know this. Ah. So Spielberg came to set on the day they were filming that. And apparently he just, you know, he just intended on like calling in for 30 minutes to wish everybody luck, see how everything was going. And him and Scorsese got chatting. And that scene was just something. So Spielberg had to stay and watch the whole thing. And Scorsese basically says he made him he made him shoot a film properly rather than shooting a film the way he would. So he was saying no it's it's got a better selection of shots because he sees things differently. And who is Colton's friend in the film? It's him. Oh no, it's Dustin Hoffman's son, yeah. isn't it? Oh I thought is that so is that not actually Steve Madden? No. No 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 no. no. I've always imagined that to be Steve Madden, you know. <laughs> no, no. It's an actor, it's a film. Oh. Um <laughs> it's uh, Jake Hoffman. How amazing is that? I thought, that's a stat. So they got his shoes. He shows everyone the shoes. And then he's he... shit. Yeah. That's how the synopsis could have gone. <laughs> the shoes were shit. They all think they're a bit shit. Then he releases it and he's about to make all this money and he starts to make an enormous amount of money. It jumps mm. from penny stocks to... I don't know, what, tens of millions? Hundreds of millions? Don't they make 40 million before 12 o'clock or something, yeah, something like, that. like that? Yeah, mm. Jonah Hill's even more off his tits. They have a whole handful of quaaludes, don't they? Another handful. And they get even more off their face. And then they explain that you've got to stay awake for the first 15 minutes. And then once you stay awake, you get that amazing high. So what happens after the after the Steve Madden thing? Is that is that Switzerland? No, we haven't got there yet. We're not there until he says, look, he gets rung up on the day of the IPO when he's at the top of his high by that private investigator and says, I need to see you. They're trying to get all the guests. The wedding footage. The wedding footage. The the wedding photographer rings him and says they want everyone who's there. And he goes from that massive high to shitting himself. He meets his mate who's the private investigator and says, this guy is after you. Don't ring him. 
the private investigator, who is a big actor, always plays investigators, and he plays Paul Bart, Mall Cop. Also, the police officer from Monster House. <laughs> There's a bit of Sofa Cinema Club continuity for you. <laughs> who that Very private good. investigator is the is the guy yeah. from Copper from Monster House. Is he? Very good. Yeah. Very good, Coulson. Very good. You heard it here first. So he gets the advice. He gets the official advice, doesn't he? Which is, don't speak to him. Don't try and do this. He's as straight as a book. He's this, he's that. Don't do anything. Mm. Cut to giving him a ring. Come meet me on my yacht. Uh, he tries to bribe him, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Good scene. Very good scene. Because in his life, money has just been the answer to everything. It's just, yeah. all right, how much? And he sees this as him up against a 50 grand a year government man versus a multi, multi millionaire Mm. who can pay off anything, who can sort off anything. And he doesn't see that right from wrong, does he? He sees that I'm going to sort this out and this is how I'm going to do it. And the line about how, you know, when you get in on a subway and I'm getting on a yacht and it really does show the split comparison and at one time you think, oh, he's he's going with him. You know, he's he's going to take the bribe. He's going to have to. He's got no other option. And then he turns around and says, well, you know, this yacht is lovely and I'm going to be such a guy at the brewery when I bring it in. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, game on. Well, he gets him to try and say it twice, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets him to try and repeat it. Say it in front of my mate, uh, yeah. the other copper. And then you'd have him for bribery. But he offers him half a million dollars. And you're right, Jack. That's probably worked in all of his... Because he bribes those coffers when they get into problem with the butler, don't they? And Jonah Hill beats the shit out of the butler. Butler that has that orgy as an in orgy. his house. That's <laughs> an orgy. I thought about that, you know. Just from a filming point of view, you go, right, <laughs> rolling up. <laughs> speed cameras yeah lights sound we're running orgy <laughs> could you could you imagine being on the set of leo going oh they, they don't need me today i'm not in oh, you're not in you're in all the film oh no it's the orgy day so <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna play golf i don't see it but apparently they just walk in they're all doing it it was banned in five countries because of the orgy yeah a lot of the reason was sex and drugs but obviously the mass gay orgy was seen as far too like far too much it was banned in five countries so he's met the copper he knows it's game on he knows they're going to go for him he knows he's kind of messed up a bit doesn't he so he has to shift his money doesn't he yeah so he's got to get his money to switzerland switzerland because that guy with the wig says don't worry i know a banker who can hide all your money, but he's got to do it in cash. Which is, what's his name? That French artist. Yeah, that it was in, actor, what was it called? Artist, that film was good, the wasn't it? The Artist. Yeah, it's yeah it was good. Um, but they've got to take it over in cash. They can't take enough of it. So he gets Margot Robbie's auntie, who's English. Joanna Lumley. He goes and sees her to take over the whole suitcase. And then he takes, then his mate get tapes money to his wife and all her yeah, family. and her family, yeah. Because that's obviously what happened. And you just think, bloody hell, that's your plan. But it worked. Do you know what is weird? <laughs> yeah. To remember that this is based on a true yeah. story. To remember that this is based on his yeah. memoirs. Although some of it must be... Elaborated. Yeah, yeah it is. Because apparently he wasn't known as Wolf of Wall Street. 
He called himself yeah, that. But he apparently. wasn't known as that. He coined it himself, but other people on Wall Street said he wasn't. Jordan was on set pretty much every day, wasn't he, with was Leo? He? Basically, Leo turned around and said, I'll be honest, I haven't got much experience with drugs. So Jordan basically said, right, I'll, I'll help you out. He reckons he was on 22 different types of drugs at the end. Jordan Bell. Well, yeah. when it, when he opens up, that opening scene, he talks about he tells all the you drugs exactly he does, what, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it was mad, but it got to a point where it made him function, which actually comes into the film later, which we'll talk about. So, you know, they're sorting this money out. They've, they've found the dodgiest banker in Switzerland. It's all sorted. Um, he has that scene with Joanna Lumley in England where they're sat on the bench. He kisses her. Yeah. Yeah, which he was so nervous about, it took him 27 takes. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that scene where he had to kiss her 27 times. She got the uh, the DiCaprio lips. Oh, wow. And she's brilliant in that. Yeah, she It is was good. supposed to be Julie Andrews, but she broke her foot. <laughs> was he going to kiss her foot? The hills are alive. We'll get Lumley in. <laughs> get, give me Lumley. She's gone. Doa D is gone. Get me Lumley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they all smuggle the money in. They think it's great. The only slight bit of shit is Jonah Hill's character has got to go and drop the money off with his mate who's like the drug pusher and they hate each other and yeah. you see that mint scene Brad. where he comes into the car park to drop his money off he's weaving his Rolls Royce all over the place he gets out he's fucked he goes <laughs> I'm not like fucked I'm, I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm not fucked and then he has a go at it and they have a fight don't they mm. he gets arrested and you know when he hits him yeah. he, pu- he punches him doesn't he in yeah. the face he actually hit him and he actually knocked out his fake teeth <laughs> He knocked out Jonah Hill's fake teeth. And when when they're at the house <laughs> yeah. at the sea. Yeah, when he when he hits him in the face, yeah, absolutely hit him. Does yeah. he? Good yeah. stuff. I like that. It was good seeing that. It was a good scene because you see Jonah Hill was just loving it, wasn't he? He was just yeah. loving winding him up. So his mate goes inside for three months but doesn't rat anyone. But they realise that Jonah Hill has messed up. Jonah Hill realises he messes up and they go back. And they take, he says, he's found, his mate has found these lemons, which are these quaaludes, which are the ultimate. And they down those, don't they? Thinking it's going to be fine. Well, nothing happens, does it, after half an hour. So they do the obvious thing, which is... They think, well, they're out of date, aren't they? Yeah. This is the scene that Jordan had the biggest influence on with Leo. Because this is completely improvised. Yes. From the point of the high. So he has to go to another phone, doesn't he? Because a private investigator says it's being tapped. Monster House rings him up. <laughs> says there's a house that's alive. They're tapping the phones. You need to ring me now. They're tapping the phones. So he drives to the country club. And as he's on the phone, the high starts to kick in. And you see him slowly start to lose function in his body. And next thing you know, he's on the fucking floor crawling. But all he knows is his wife has rang him on his mobile phone to say, you need to get here, Jonah's on the phone to Switzerland. And he knows that the phones are being hacked. So he knows the FBI know about Switzerland and Jonah's at home messing it all up. So he's got to get in the the white Ferrari and drive back and sort all the shit out. And there's that bit where he rolls himself down the stairs. I mean, that is a masterclass, that, of DiCaprio. 
watching that and you think, God, you're good. One take, did it once um, and hurt himself doing it. So, but because it just worked great the first time. <laughs> All right, hurt himself doing it. We're not doing it again. The bit when I realised <laughs> how good he is is when he opens his foot with the door because yeah. that that is a he pure opens his foot act. with the door. <laughs> he opens the door. He opens with the door with his foot. <laughs> but that's a pure like that's a thing. You know, he's he's that's a thing. Thought about thing. that. He's thought. it's a feat. His feet for hands, Leonardo DiCaprio. There's acting and then there's opening a door with your foot. It's a very good you know? scene. It's a famous scene. But it, how amazing that Scorsese goes, yeah, don't worry, I'm going to lose all function and then I'm going to roll down some stairs and then I'm going to open the door with my foot. Great, let's film it. Good day at work. Good day at work. Takes a whole day, films it and puts it in the film. It, it, it is unbelievable. But we know at this point the kind of film is coming to a head because... The Empire is almost crashing down around yeah. him. Mm. And he gets back. And when he's in the house, he knows two things. He knows he needs to get Jonah off the phone. And he knows that Jonah has fucked up with Brad. Brad's been arrested. But because the high is so much, he can't physically move. He can't. So he, speak. He, he pulls the phone. He gets him off the phone. And next thing you know, Jonah Hill's helped himself from the fucking buffet. And joking on some sliced ham. I got the feeling ham. that Jonah Hill just improvised that. I got the feeling he just went, oh, some sandwiches, ate them and started choking. I just got a feeling that wasn't yeah. what they were meant to be doing that day. But then it does the brilliant <laughs> thing of going in, go, going through the drawers in his daughter's lunchbox, getting the cocaine out, because then that counters the high of the lemons or whatever. And... It completely. Oh, it does because he has to save his life, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's and in order. To no, do... I think he takes out. I think it's adrenaline. I think it's like an epipen. I thought it was coke. I thought no, he, he sniffed coke. He was just loads. It wasn't like it wasn't an adrenaline, just pure adrenaline. Maybe it was coke. I thought he snorts coke and it. it the pop eye music kicks in, doesn't it? He goes da 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 Yeah, and then he saves his life, doesn't he? Anything that was. Um, cocaine in the film was actually crushed vitamins and like Jonah Hill did damage to himself because he ended up snorting that many vitamins during the film yeah he had to go to hospital oh did he he got he got bronchitis (laughs) (laughs) don't worry I'm doing a film I gotta pretend to take loads of drugs I'm doing a film I'm doing a film um, so we know that it's nearly coming to the end now, isn't it? Not really. I mean, we're ab- not really. It's we're about, about an hour in. <laughs> about an hour and a half in or something. After that, the basically the police turn up at his house, don't they, the next day? And he's crashed his yeah. car yeah. when he thought he'd driven it back safely. Yeah, yeah. they're doing for that. He gets off. They're on him, though. They're on him. But that's when he gets told that it's it's time to make a deal. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. 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 His dad's there, and they basically say you can walk away now, and they can't do anything. Yeah. But if you carry on, they'll kill you. Yeah. So, <laughs> not like literally. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but if you carry on, they'll kill you. Oh, they'll, okay. they'll. I mean, they'll, they'll proper go after him. And it's that bit of what do you want? Do you, do you, you know? His dad turns around and says, "Look, you have made enough money. You have enough cars. You have enough yeah. houses." What more do you want? Go and have your family. Do your bit. So he agrees, doesn't he? He he goes. To give it all up. He's gonna he's gonna put Jonah in charge of the company, and that's gonna be it. So he goes to give his speech, 
his last I mean, goodbye. that's amazing as well. He gives that speech, and if you think about it, how many times he... The energy in those monologues is amazing. What he gives mm. in that film, when he's got mm. to really give a real standout big movie star performance. You do believe him, you don't do you? You do believe him. And you he, do want him. Yes, exactly. And you just think, he's it's killing him. I've got to say goodbye. And everyone's going, no, 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 don't go. And he's just, it's almost like a kind of James Brown moment where he's going <laughs> off stage. He goes, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm going to stay. I'm going to make and they go yeah. crazy but he does that bit in the middle where he talks about the girl and saving the girl and she cries yeah. I love you man I love you Jordan and it's yeah. we all love you Jordan yeah it's almost like one of those evangelists on TV and DiCaprio is so fantastic at that he's such a master of, of giving that that next high in the film and he decides mm. to stay it's that iconic bit as well of I'm not fucking leaving like that. Yeah, that's yeah. it's been a yeah. gif. It's been a video. It's been used yeah. so yeah. many that you know. Wolf of Wall Street. That is one of the first things that you think yeah. about, isn't it? And they go mental, um, and he's in. He's back. They in. Go, they go mental, but that kind of is the, the start end. of his. You yeah. know, that really is the start of his demise because yeah. it gives the FPI the grip. He's not taking the deal. FPI. It, FBI. Okay. Yeah, the green light to kind of start <laughs> taking him down and to and then work through things. Bombshell, they're on the boat, aren't they? They've taken a bit of time off in Italy. Bombshell, Lumley dies. Which, again, brilliant about how emotional he is at the death of her aunt when all he's thinking is $20 million in cash. Is in her yeah. name. But not, because the Swift banker has already got the fraud team onto it to hack it. I think even he knows at this point that it's all out of control. You know, it's too much money, too much drugs. Like, it, it isn't going to last. As he's on the boat, he's found out that Joanna Lumley's died and he gets the phone call to say, Jordan, the FBI are here. The FBI. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The FBI I wasn't going to bring but, it up again. But don't worry, because it's not the FBI. <laughs> it's, an, it's another one. They're not as nasty. In fact, they're quite nice. The, the Federal P investigation. <laughs> they're just doing a little look round. They're just so, checking to see if you've got any dirt, dirty skirting boards, anything like that. <laughs> if the FBI call, we're fucked. So, so the, he calls me and he says, the FBI are here. So they're investigating that. But then all Jordan's thinking is, I've got to get to Switzerland. I've got to sort this 20 million quid out. The family wants to go to England. Jonah wants to go to America. He wants to go to Switzerland. He's got one option. And in the end, it is, you know, it's all become well, too that's much. Mad. Isn't it? They go on his boat and get caught in that massive storm. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. The funniest bit of the film for me when he when they're talking about a few broken plates, few few broken dishes, and he goes, "It's going to be all right as long as we tie everything down, batten down the hatches. We'll we'll be all right." And he goes, "All right, it's going to be fucking cut to the hurricane." And he opens that door and he goes, "What the fuck is going on? The jet skis just went overboard." And he says, "Go and get the loots, man. Go and get the loots." Yeah, I'm. I'm not dying sober. I'm not dying and sober. And then he gets them, and he comes back and he goes, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> that it's, it's there's a weird bit as well of when when they're in the Italian boat that's rescued them. You see the private jet explode. 
Yeah. yeah. He, he called for a private jet, didn't he? And it explodes. To come over and pick it. And, it, and a bird flew into the engine and blew, and blew up. Imagine watching that. Imagine but, seeing that. You just know it's not my day today. But what a piece of filmmaking <laughs> that Scorsese went. No, 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 no. We're going on the fucking boat. We're going to yeah. see the waves. We're fucking yeah. doing it. We're doing that whole shebang. Not, oh, that was a kind of bit, let's talk about it. Oh, God, that was really... He brilliant. He does it brilliantly. Yeah. That's got to be a true part of the Jordan story for it to feature in the film, hasn't it? It's almost too elaborate to... Yeah, I've his got, boat yeah. must have sunk. Yeah. His boat must have sunk. Yeah. So they're rescued by the, the Italian the police. Now, where are we? Well, he... he He's kind of gets sober, doesn't he? Oh, yes. He says he's not drinking. He, he loses everything. It. He's yeah. going to sell the house. Jonah Hill says, don't worry. We're going to look after you. We'll pay all your debt. Well, the police say, we're going to use you as an yeah. informant type yeah. thing. You're going to wear a wire. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. You're going to bring down all the heads of the firms, everybody we want, and you'll be all right. And he kind of does that to save the relationship with his children, doesn't he? Because... <laughs> Margot Robbie's left him. Uh, she is in the process of leaving him. Isn't she? But you would, wouldn't you? I mean, you would, wouldn't you? By that stage, you'd be like, you're an absolute lunatic. And he goes loony. He opens up the settee where he's hidden some drugs in that, yeah. st- that cushion and stuffs yeah. him up, just stuffs his face into it, really, to get high. But what I yeah. didn't get, that when he's wearing the wire and he's with Jonah Hill, he writes on a piece of paper in the office, I'm wearing a wire. Jonah Hill sees that, so they start talking in general terms about what's going on. He almost warns Jonah Hill. Yeah. I'm going to dob you in if you're going to incriminate yourself. But then they please come back in with the piece of paper. They find the note. So has Jonah Hill given them that? Jonah Hill's character given them that? I don't know. I felt like they'd gone to Jonah Hill's character and gone, look. He's going to do you if you don't do him. Right. So, and he goes, well, look, he warned me he was wearing a wire. And they almost gets he gets off. I couldn't really, that wasn't sorted out for me, if you know what I mean. I, I just I just assumed that it had been, like, found or something, I think. It's not mentioned in the film, but Jonah Hill's character did go to prison. Oh, did he? Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. He got sent down in the end. So he does the deal... But he still he still kind of gets a deal, doesn't he? Because even though he doesn't wear a wire, he doesn't do that long because he still like dobs everyone else in, really. Yeah. He gets four uh, years. Does he get four years? Yeah, and then that's that brilliant line when they're in prison and he's playing tennis and he says, I was dreading going to prison. And then I remembered the one thing that sorts out all of my situations. I'm rich. Still rich. And, you know, he kind of, got out of prison and it kind of gives you a taste as to what Jordan is now doing in his life because he is kind of this public speaker seller like seller man isn't he that you know that that's what he is it's that's almost what he does you now. get the feeling like he sold his life like he's lived one life yeah and then he's resold it to almost live it again yeah and get his fame again mm. on effectively this extraordinary life like he must have ruined some people's lives. Didn't he have to... I think he had to pay back something like $150 million. Oh, did he? To the US, yeah. But he sells it again. What a salesman. He sells his life again. He sells his for life a, to, For to an film. amazing film with Scorsese. Yeah. What's the thing you told me and Ben Jack about this film, about how it was made, how it was funded? 
Interestingly, uh, the budget, $100 million, which DiCaprio got a quarter of that, was his fee. 25. Shall we just... Sorry to interrupt. Shall we talk about how much Jeremy Hill got? He got 60 grand because he wanted to do the film so badly, he agreed to take the SAG uh, lowest minimum payment. And he auditioned. And he hadn't auditioned for like six or seven years or ten years. He auditioned for the part. So Scorsese obviously knew what he was getting. That kind of impro kind of feeling. Yeah. And uh, the hundred million where it came from was uh, some businessman, some guy, an independent guy who had this money. And uh, there's a documentary about him, I think, on Netflix on Dirty Money. And he basically sort of used taxpayers' money uh, from Malaysia and, and used it and for, for and managed to divert it into his bank account and used it and passed it off as his own. He didn't get sent down. I think um, it went to court and he ended up having to agree a settlement out of court, but he got looked at and he got arrested and everything. So he was sort of like the guy who was financing the film was like a Jordan Belfort guy. I love that. Yeah. Financed by Dodgy Money about a yeah. film about Dodgy yeah. Money. Yes. Yeah. Double on yes. double. I bet he loved it. Yes. Yes. And before we wrap it up, I'll give you my favourite Oh, sorry. Fact. And the, the guy who introduces uh, DiCaprio on stage, you know, at the end when he's trying to oh, sell yes. the pen. Oh, yes, yeah. That's Jordan Belfort. Yes, it is, isn't yeah. it? It is. Yeah. Yes. That must have been a thing, the selling of the pen, mustn't it? Yeah. That must well, be Brad, it does it, Brad does it in the restaurant, doesn't he? Yeah. Early on in the film. But before we wrap up, I want to give you my favourite stat as well. Because when I found this out, it made me piss myself. Um, you know the scene where they're having sex, um, Jordan and Margot's character, on the bed, covered in money? Yeah. After that, she was covered in paper cuts. And had to have time off because she got that many paper cuts from the money. <laughs> I just really enjoyed that. I think that was because everyone's kind of it, it's it was kind of a thing, wasn't it? In that film, if they had sex yeah. on a bed of money, when yeah. really she got covered in paper. Cuts. I must remember that. <laughs> I must note to self. <laughs> Take the money off first. <laughs> right. Are we ready to rate it? Yes. yes. Well, before we do that, let's just take a quick break. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is an introduction to the podcast that gets a flavor for your neighbor. Peering over the fence when things have got tense. With the most outrageous tales of your next door fails. The time has come for you to listen to... Score Next Door! My name's Rich Williams. And I'm Emma Jones. Score Next Door is our brand new podcast. And we think you're going to love it. Hopefully a bit more than you love your neighbours. There's a new episode every Wednesday, so search for us wherever you listen to your podcast to find out what all the fuss is about. And if you do love your neighbours, you might as well listen to the people that hate theirs. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Right, let's rate it. So who actually goes first? Well, I was just about to say, it's a shame. The lad who did the synopsis didn't pile in with his rating or do you, are we just taking it he's a 10 he's got to be a 10 on it no no but we can't because it's 30 out of 30 isn't it <laughs> i love that i love that like it's a rule like we didn't make that rule he can't it's not the way it works he can't it's 30 out of 30 he can't have a he can't have a vote do you know what i'm going to i'll volunteer myself to go first okay and i think i'm probably very similar to what jake thought on the film because i'm 10 out of 10 after an hour, I thought it's a 10. After two hours, I thought it's a 10. After three hours, I just... It's a fucking good film. Yeah. It's got it all. Um, I really like it. I find mm. it fun. I, I, you know, I kind of like that fake lifestyle that it lives off. I like the film. But as well, I think I like more about what the film is and the making of it and... There's more to the film than the story. Yes, it's a very good story, and in a way, it's quite a sad story mixed up in all this glitz, glamour, and drugs. But it, it's it's a good film. It's well put together, and Leo is he's outstanding. Like he's he's, he's unbelievable. So um, yeah, I'm 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 going for it. Ten. I'm going to follow you. I think, cause I think it's a ten from me. <gasps> what, what, if, yeah, even before I watched it last night, obviously. I seen the film before and I thought it's it's already a 10 I mean that it is brilliant it has everything humor the acting and DiCaprio is unbelievable I mean I can see I can see why he didn't win that year because of McConaughey and Dallas Buyers Club ah I think McConaughey and Dallas Buyers Club was brilliant and probably did pip him can you believe didn't win a single Oscar that film didn't win anything. No, it didn't. It was nominated, wasn't it, for four yeah, or five? Yeah, it's nominated. For, yeah, didn't, win, didn't win a single. I just find that that a film that that is that is so good that will stand the test of time that yeah. people will watch again and again. Didn't win again. Didn't win anything. A film that a lot of people will put down as the best film they've ever seen. Yeah, oh, one that's certainly up there with a yeah. lot of people, and I can't fault it. I can't fault it throughout Scorsese. The way it's shot, the scripts, the improv, the the actors, everything about it, I think it's got to be a 10 for me. Price? We're, we're 20 out of 20, 20 so 20 out of 20. I don't know if... I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm going nine. <gasps> nine. Hello. <gasps> 
Imagine if the first film the audience picked so close and yet so far audience nine. Yeah, nine. You've you've got to tell us why. The two highest rated films now, I think, are both Scorsese films. I love it for all the reasons you said. I think the only thing for me is I and I think DiCaprio is brilliant, Scorsese brilliant. We've already talked about the length of the film. I just needed to see more of the other side of that decline than we did. I just felt for me, it all was up. Even when it was down, it was up. Yeah, I know. And And I just couldn't believe there weren't those really, really, really dark moments that I wanted to know that that what that character, that really dark place when you've come off huge drug dependency, you've lost all your money and you're facing jail. I would have liked to have seen that. But there's only so much you can fit in a film, but that's why. Yeah. yeah. 29 out of 30. I mean, it's up there. Like Jack said, so that's the 229s out of 30. No, I think Goodfellas got 29.5, didn't it? Did it? Yeah. I, I think, think Goodfellas it, is the highest rated. Or is well, the Godfather? I can't remember. They're, they're, they're both up there. Very good film. Are you ready to find out what you're watching next Oh, week? it's your pick, oh, isn't it? Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here, is it FPI? Is I've it? got a feeling. I've got a feeling. Have you? No, I think Have you, I Have you I think. had the Ouija out, Jack? I've had the Ouija What's out. What's he going to pick? Tell I don't, me. I don't think you will, but I'm going to tease you to the direction where I think you think it's going. Okay. I want to get back on to Coulson's childhood. Yeah. I want to get back on to musical. Yeah. I want to get back on oh, to... Dear. I want to back, back on to the motorway <laughs> I'm leaving before you announce. I know what you're going to announce. We both know what you're going to announce. The but audience don't. know what you're going to announce. No, you don't. Don't. Right. don't. Right. I want... I want teenagers. I want singing. Steady on, steady on. Oh, it's a different movie here. That's on, a quote. That's a quote. That's I a want quote. Teenagers. I want teenagers. I want music. Oh my word! It's Greece. <laughs> it's not what you think it is. What is it? School of Rock. Ah. It's like it's like before. You, obviously. It's like High School Musical, but not High School Musical. Yeah, so I, I can keep going there. I thought you I, were going well, there. I, I can That's keep High School Musical in the locker. School of Rock. Now that is a mint film. That's a proper mint film, and you can find out all about it next week on the Sofa Cinema Club. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sofa Cinema Club, where we post loads of and post loads what you think really interesting stuff. Loads of good stuff. But but post what three of us can do. (laughs) Until then, good night, God bless. Good night. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.